Hey everybody and welcome to the first ever Vassals of Kingsgrave recording on our Discord server. We're so modern, so shiny, so new. <laughs> it's exciting. My name is Bina007 and today we're going to be fan watching the Return of the King Extended Edition. So if you're watching it with us, it should be four hours and 23 minutes and 10 seconds long. <laughs> For which reason, unlike the previous two films, we're going to do this in two parts. So if you're watching on DVD or if you have a scene list, we're going to watch from the first scene, obviously, The Finding of the Ring, up and including um, the muster, sorry, the Dwimmerborg, the Haunted Mountain, which is scene 33, which means that we're going to start part two with scene 34, which is the muster of Rohan. So basically, we're taking ourselves up to the point where we're really in um, the final battle setup. So hopefully that all makes sense. Um, I am joined today by Craigbot, who's recording this, we hope, but also Please more important, <laughs> but also more importantly by Adam. This is Adam, uh, Drown Snow. By Nadia. And this is Nadia. By Shellfish. Uh, this is Shellfish and Petri also. By Vali. Varley. <laughs> by Zach. Hey, this is Zach and Alias. Cool. Okay. So, as in previous editions, we are going to try to count backwards. Three, two, one, play. On play, you hit play, and hopefully, we're all coordinated. So, get your remote controls ready, get your uh, touchpads ready. Three, two, one, play. So, you get some lovely music and the new line Marvel Studios again. oh wait what <laughs> <laughs> are we not watching Endgame oh, it's so beautiful so how do you guys feel about Return of the King when you watched it is this your favourite film how does it rank in the trilogy for you Um, it's a uh, kind of long and by the end, you kind of feel a little bit tired, but it does have some very good scenes in it. Yeah, it is long. It's probably the one that I've rewatched the least, even though I've, I've, I'm sure I've watched it like, you know, ten times by now. <laughs> if that makes any sense. But do you think they should have made it just two films? No, you'd lose so much. I mean, but Two Towers is still probably my favorite. I just, I don't know. I think there's something about the epic length of it too. Like there's something that you you feel sort of exhausted by the end of it, and that's intentional in some way. So. It feels like you carried the ring. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. Meagle and Deagle. I love how beautifully sunny this is lit. Like this is this happy, perfect Shire, not Shire, but you know, it, pastoral. It's a nice, nice place to start. Yeah. I can definitely hear the, the movie a bit more coming through this time. Okay. Do you think what happened to Smeagol would have happened to Deagle? Is there anything <laughs> inherent in Smeagol finding the ring? Like, if he had found it first, like, is there something particularly evil in Smeagol that the ring discovered? Hmm, what could have happened to any of us? He's kind of a dick. I mean, well, I guess. The books say he was always curious and he was always like searching the roots of trees and wanted to know about beginnings and stuff like that. So it doesn't sound inherently evil. 
that shot of Deagle being dragged by the fish underwater is kind of a terrible shot. Yeah, that doesn't hold up so well, huh? I don't know if it ever held up, because they're trying to make him small and make him like being dragged through the water, and it doesn't work. But I mean, I guess they say that, that these they're like hobbit-like creatures. Um, were they just like hobbits from like a different place that got destroyed, or...? Yeah. I believe that is... No, weren't they just, like, hobbit-like creatures? They weren't exactly... But, but what does that mean? Hobbit-like. Like, oh, they're small and got ears and have everything that hobbits have. Well, isn't it the whole deal in the, um, like, the initial chapter of the first book where Tolkien explains all the different kinds of hobbits? Aren't they one of just the other ones? Yeah, they're stores. Yeah, they might be. Yeah, they just migrated to the Shire, I think, from the Vales right, of the yeah. The non-Shire hobbits. Yeah. Also, they can be hobbit-like without being hobbits, because hobbits are very like self-aware and call themselves hobbits. Like, if these were people not calling themselves hobbits, then yeah, if, are, they, are these just halflings, but not hobbits? Then yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They're like hobbits, except assholes. Yeah. I think this whole murder bit here is actually very powerfully done as well. It's very disturbing, and the sound design, especially, makes it very cool. And I, I know, like, like, starting the movie off like this, the first time I saw it, I was just like, what the hell? I also didn't like uh, how Gollum's voice kind of didn't change. He's always had that, like, weird... I think that's okay. It's like his Smeagol voice. It, it gets real weird with uh, the Gollum noise. But I would have thought it would have been, like his voice would have been uh, you know corrupted as his body was corrupted or something like that. I'm definitely hearing the the movie a lot more through the recording as someone watching it on laptop and recording Discord on the same laptop or something. No, I'm, well, yeah, because someone's TV is very loud. I'm watching it at the computer, but I'm going through my uh, phone. Yeah, same yeah. here. But I muted myself for a bit, and I could really still hear it. So. Yeah, but right now I can't see anyone's icon lighting up on Discord. So yeah, it's weird. Activating. Oh, oh poor Deagle. Um, I could hear it before. I could see it before. Actually. R.I.P. I just think it's interesting that one of them had the ring, the other one murdered the other one for it. But oh, could are it you have thinking been the it would have been the other way around? Oh. If Smeagol um, had found the ring, would Deagle have murdered Smeagol for it? Maybe not. In this moment here, he didn't seem... I don't know. This whole sort of de degeneration makeup is really well done as well. It's very, very gross. <laughs> the nails! Oh, the fingernails. Overall, I really like those sorts of ghoulish creatures in fantasy and art and games and stuff like that. Like those pale, like, like I don't know, cave dwellers and stuff like that. Something about them that's yeah, exciting. Some gross, gross jibs there. I mean, never by the yeah. nail, the teeth. Oh, look, yeah, look at the nails, it's the teeth. <laughs> The background sun is definitely it's, not me because even when I'm it not, seems to I be can hear it. It seems to be Varley that's pinging when, uh, when I'm hearing it. Uh, what do I do? 
not sure. Make sure in your your mute when you're not speaking. I guess maybe. Oh, my poor phone's going to be out of battery. So I'll have to keep it on. Oh, the way they do the widening in the beginning, the large enlarging of the eyes is so like this particular scene. I find very disgusting. When they switch yeah. his eyes to the sneak, the golem eyes. Yeah, it's nicely done. It's so unfair. Andy Circus never was made. And here we have Sam and Frodo just kind of sleeping in the wasteland. In the camouflaging elven cloaks. Pretty sure we've seen this scene ten times now. This would be one I would probably (laughs) fast forward if I were watching it. (laughs) And we start to see Frodo getting paranoid as I still got my lovely precious ring precious's. Oh, you look at it. It's it's gold. It's got no writing on it, and it's so precious. It's so tiny. Oh, look at his fingernails. Yeah, continuing the theme of fingernails. Lots of dirty fingernails. Sam, wake up. Gold could have just murdered you. Wake it is up, a good question, Smeagol. isn't it? Why does, why does Smeagol not just murder Frodo? And take the ring back. Uh, uh, yeah, at what point would he... Like, is he just waiting for the right opportunity? Like, what would be a good opportunity there? Like, he could have easily killed Sam. Surely he, he could have murdered Sam and then murdered Frodo and taken the ring. Well, I mean, he Even, tried. Yeah. Tried in the two towers and he failed in that. So maybe he's more cautious because of it. Because they don't have the rope. Mm. Where exactly are they? Like, is this a culvert? Like, some kind of sewage release from what? The mountain? I do wonder that. Because I mean, they, they left off Skilius, and you'd be like, oh, this could be just outside the city, but they're nowhere near it. Yeah, it could it's be obviously like a something that was built by man. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think it's a Gondorian ruin, probably. I love the Somewhere way the, the, the bread is wrapped in the leaves. Just on the um, why he doesn't kill them thing, I think also we're still having him having kind of an internal battle with himself about how he wants to be. Of course, does he want to be Gollum or Smeagol? Yeah. 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 Oh, Sam. This is a very sweet summer child moment. Hmm. We're not going home. What are you talking about, dude? Yeah, especially after the Two Towers Galadriel voiceover where he's like, where she's like, yeah, he's just learned he's going to die by doing this task, so he's accepted that. Just eating his Lembus bread. Oh, the music is lovely. Yeah. Just sort of easing us in, back in the middle of. So this was a scene that was an extended scene that I feel doesn't necessarily need to have been extended. Oh, and it's, no, 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 this is, this is a normal scene. Finding of the ring was extend journey to the crosses, which is this scene, isn't it? Now the road no, I think to the, Isengard. I think the prologue is in the theatrical version as well, the Smeagol bit. Yeah, that's in there, but this is an extended version. So this is now the this road is... to Isengard, and this is extended. I always like the yeah. Chapter, I think this the was crossroads in, in the book. This because, is one uh, of my favorite scenes when they just come. They all ride towards Isengard, and they just well. see Merry and Pippin just lording it, <laughs> and just chilling out. And we, 
we get the title card almost yeah. 10 minutes in. Yeah, man. This is what I aspire to be in life. Just the scene of Mary Pippin. Yeah, yeah, just relaxing, smoking, had a good lunch. Yeah. Like I do like them walking through the trees. With your best friend like, the in the sunshine. Yeah. Look how long those pipes are. I know, I need a hobbit pipe. I need a tankard. It's mm. also a good line to drop into everyday conversation that we are sitting on a field of victory, enjoying <laughs> a few well-earned comforts. And it's like because if they hadn't won the end... They wouldn't have been a victory, so it's well-deserved. One could say their contribution was greater than anyone else. I would argue it was, because yes. the Ents won it. I love it. Yeah, I, love, I love Aragorn's mischievous smile. Like They're scamps, <laughs> but God, gotta love them. It's like it's so indulgent and fond. It's really lovely. Yeah. Salt pork. Salted pork, oh. It's particularly and just... good. And Gimli's oh, yeah. utter yeah, not just like, goddamn habits. <laughs> I actually remember the scene being more emotional in the books. Like, they'd finally found the hobbits they'd been looking for so long. Or oh, yeah. was that have, like, just me? No, and then they have, like, a big lunch and yeah. they smoke and they tell each Here other. Here they seem story. more shocked yeah, yeah, than, right? like, joyous at the reunion. They're just, like, shocked see them there. I always find it really annoying right. that that green cloak is sitting over the arse of the horse. It's going to be full of <laughs> right? horse farts. <laughs> now, see, this, exactly. is, this is a good bit right here that is unfortunate um, you know, the way they did it, but in the theatrical version, you know, they show up and they say, oh, well, Saruman's in the tower. And he's like, yeah, just, just uh, keep him there as they move on. But here we actually get to see Saruman again. Although, you know. Oh. Yeah, Christopher Lee was not amused by the theatrical cut. It's fair to Christopher say. Christopher Lee, in this, um, in this scene, uh, had to tell the director that when you stab someone in the back, they make more of a sucking in sound than like a crying out sound. <laughs> so that's where they get this. And as a former, what is it, SAA, MI6, that uh, Christopher Lee was, everyone on set was like, huh, how do you know that? It's so annoying having Barley's um, kind of feedback because I think he's about a second off from me. <laughs> Do you think? <laughs> this is one of my favorite scenes as well with Theoden defying Saruman as well and showing compassion to Grima. That's great as well. Yeah, and the scene in the in the book kind of—it's Saruman's last attempt to wrest control of the situation because he uses his magic voice right to try to sway. Yeah, him. And- and everyone around him's like, "Oh yes, obviously Theoden will, you know, team up with Saruman, and like, you know, these are the great people in the world making plans." For the us. crowns of the seven kings. What seven kings? The dwarven kings. And I think Ilgar was the only one who could resist him. Yeah. I think at first, yeah. So, insofar as like the good flying creatures would come and rescue Gandalf from the top of the from the tower. Why oh, do the evil shit. flying Chris, uh, creatures come and rescue Saruman here? Like, wouldn't a Nazgul on a winged creature come and rescue him? They're like, fuck you, man. You lost, well, technically, dude. Saruman was double-crossing Sauron, right? So why would they come Na- and rescue him? Being a Nazgul are for closers, okay? He lost. <laughs> he has perfectly manicured fingernails, nice. by the way. <laughs> 
Who who has perfectly? Saruman well? when he's holding the palantir, they're you perfectly manicured. This exile crept mm. from the shadows. There's so, there's so much good dialogue here. Oh yeah, I love the lang language hint. Those who professes to Oh boy. Yes. So Saruman, Saruman realizes that he sent off Frodo? I don't know. I guess I never really took note of that, because the whole point is that, like, no one would think that they would do it. Uh, I love when he just shoots a fireball! <laughs> Magic missile! Nice try, buddy. Gandalf's like, <laughs> child, please! Oh. It's like Gandalf the white... <laughs> Wizard <fun>. battle! <laughs> Oh dear. Here comes Grima. Oh, this breaks my heart. Yeah, this is a you great one. Yeah. You are now. You used to have eyebrows. Does <laughs> 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 anyone else think that Theoden is the best character in the movies? I truly think he's the best. Oh, movie. yeah. Yeah. He has, yeah. He has a great story, he has great lines. Yeah, he's very human. And yet he's so muscular at the end of it. In the books, uh, this like little uh, speech by Saruman really rattles David about how how, how low the Rohan has fallen. Because it is true, and that's something I like about this whole world is that everyone is diminished from what they were. It's a world in decline, which is cool. Yeah, lesser son of lesser, lesser man. I love how Grima can hear them way up there. I mean, I get Saruman, he's a wizard, but... Well, I mean, Grima has some magic as well. Maybe he's got that, like, what's it called, magical hearing. He's like, screw he you, Saruman! Legolas is like, I got this. <laughs> <laughs> That's really weird, like, Legolas just straight up shoots him. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, dude, Legolas, he was helping. Why did you do that? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, I guess this is just them tying up a loose end. Bad and like, and ouch. Oh. This is a cool shot, though. I was wondering why they put that spiky wheel there. Yeah, <laughs> but is, isn't it sadder in the books when when Saruman's killed and like his ghost like looks towards the west and then is blown away? Yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, I think it, should, shouldn't Theoden turn to Legolas and be like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, what is that wheel for? With What are the spikes for on that wheel, other than the scene? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> it looks good. That's and all they care about, right? The seeing stone drops. And of course, Mary's like, uh, it's a glowy, shiny thing in the water. Pippin. I kind of feel they had to kill him by like putting him on a spike to prevent the fans thinking he might come back. Like, no, guys, there really isn't going to be a scaring at the Shire, so get over yeah, it. Don't even worry about that. There's probably Ooh, also we, a reference when to you're on the fifth ending, don't expect that one. 
So shiny, shiny stay. Palantir. I'll explain why the scouring the shower didn't need to happen, but not right now. We'll yeah, I'm looking there. forward to that. I feel that's why we have the 20 minute fan credits. That's exclusively for you to explain that. <laughs> it's going to need all 20, obviously. I like that okay. little look Pippin gives. It's very sort of. Like, you took away guilty. my shiny thing, meanie. He's like, Bilbo came back with a chest of gold. I took down this entire evil fortress. I get something. Yeah. Okay, this is now scene five, listener. We're on the return to Edoras, which is also an extended scene. Meadowseld. I want to live there. I want to live there. Beautiful as usual. If you could live anywhere in Middle-earth, where would you pick? Oh, probably the Shire, but if I could Meadowseld in the Shire. Let's see, wearing like velvet, (laughs) velour, or something like that. Set up a little mountain pass. In Faramir's arms. Yes. Yeah, basically. (laughs) I'd like to recover in the House of Healing with Faramir, please. (laughs) So the Great Hall, when they they came in and he was under Saruman's sway, there there wasn't any, like, dining tables in there, was there? No, this is all new furniture. (laughs) Yeah, they they got the trestle tables out, you know? They just just had them outside. So, what I hate about this scene is that in The Hobbit, the two guards in the barrel of the barrel rider scene get fucking plastered off of wine. So it's not like elves can't get drunk. Yeah. Again, like, like part of this with the elves and Legolas is like they, they kind of mistook. I don't know. They, like he's like Superman, you know. Um, yeah, it, it's kind of sort of. Cheap comedy, in a way. And then he's an idiot that, you know, shoots the guy that you're trying to get to surrender with an arrow. I do think the line, the tingling in my fingers line is pretty funny. But yeah, it's kind of silly. I mean, it is good comedy. Eowyn fancies Aragorn. Forget about that Elven girl. I mean, what's they're not the He just looks at her and says, you'll grow old and I'll still be young. I feel like Eowyn has a, wa- a lot of watch-me-die-inside faces in this movie. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Theoden's like, good choice, niece, good choice. <laughs> I approve yeah, the marriage. Like, what marriage? He's the king of men. <laughs> he is a suitable boy. <laughs> totally the opposite of what uh, Tony Soprano did with Meadow, right, Bina? Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. That was a shock. <laughs> I totally forgot that happened. There's so much casual racism in, in The Sopranos. When he sees them just blatant out and out, you are black. Do not date my daughter or I will kill you. It's just like, what? Jeez. <laughs> yeah, season three, episode one, guys, if you want to see Tony Soprano be an out and out racist. I, I mean, he is anyway. But... I mean, he straight up calls a half Jewish, half black kid a million. I love the dwarvis limerick. <laughs> Yeah, it's very elegant. A slight tingle. I think it's affecting me. <laughs> I mean, Gimli's, like, what is that, like 20 cups? <laughs> oh, Timber. The Gimli into this kind of nasty thug in the movie. Dancing hobbits. Hobbits love to dance on tables, man. You can't stop a hobbit from dancing. Especially with this beer. This is a nice addition, though. I love the hobbit drinking song stuff. Yeah, Yeah. the dancing is very joyful. I love it. 
And it reminds you of the green dragon back home, what they've left. Yep. Yeah. Do we have, I was, we actually, I just came back, we were on vacation, but we drove through where we used to live, like a hour or so south of here. Like, we used to go to this park all the time, and they had, they had a Green Dragon pub just, like, like kind of, like, in this weird, like, odd part of town that doesn't make any sense to have a pub, but it was all decked out. It was like all, had, like, Lord of the Rings stuff inside. It's pretty cool. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, there's a cafe a couple towns outside of Boston called Elevensies. Is it theme? Yeah, it's, it's in, like, an industrial area. You wouldn't even know it's there because it's, like, hard to get to, like... It's just weird. They have like a crew of locals, I think, that rolls through pretty consistently. But the guy clearly just was like, I want to make a, a Hobbit pub, and he did. Amazing. So there, there are a lot of pubs in England called the Green Dragon. Um, not necessarily, or well, not at all themed. It's a very common name. The Tolkien estate doesn't have something to say about that? Oh, it probably I think the does. Green Dragon probably predates all of them, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, get, they get 10 cents on the flagon. Okay. I mean, did Tolkien come up with the combination of green dragon? I highly doubt that. Oh, but you know, you know how it is nowadays. You guys, I think you're about to get your answer. Why didn't Gollum okay. kill Frodo? Like, he's arguing with himself right now. Because he promised yeah, so on the precious. Listener, the scene is called Gollum's Villainy, and it's as in the theatrical cut. Yeah, we get some good Gollum arguing with himself. This is, this is where the editor flexes. <laughs> But I mean, I, I know that there's the, it's the internal fight between him, but like, you know, the bad guy comes out often enough. There are plenty of opportunities where he could, he could at least kill Sam and then like run away and, you know, try to surprise Frodo when he's exhausted. Did we get Paul just joining? Yes. Oh, welcome. Welcome, Paul. Just give me a general timestamp you guys are at. Twenty-four eleven. Gollum arguing with Smeagol about whether to kill Frodo. Looking at his reflection. It seems like this that I thought he should really have gotten a nomination for because they really so are two, two fighting characters. It's so good. And, um, the way the voices change, the voice acting is so good. The funny thing is, I remember them highlighting him at the Oscars. There was a whole, there was a whole like bit about this character, but they didn't give him any nomination. Yeah, oh, he was he was at like the movie awards and all that. I think the thing was with Andy Serkis is that Probably. people didn't know like how all this worked. Like they like throughout the Lord of the Rings movies, they kind of put it out there that he was doing this, but people didn't really see it as as much of a performance as they probably do now. You know, because this was kind of the first real big, like, motion cap digital character. Yeah, like, it's not just voiceover work. Yeah, exactly. I would, I... <laughs> they focused on the technology more than the performance, I think. Yeah. Yeah. CGI still holds up on Gollum. Yeah, not too bad. Why does Gollum have eyebrows still? But, uh, warm, warm tongue to know. I mean, barely. I think it might be just the creases and the way the light hits them. You think uh, Gollum has like a microblade? How do you know about microblading, Matt? Sam's like, he's gonna murder him! It's like on the um, finance chat just before this, Mordian and my husband were talking about how there are drive-thru strippers now in Vegas. 
Ask, how do you know? <laughs> well, now I'm curious about this. <laughs> fat, murderous hobbit. Yeah, fat, shameless, um, nice. Miserable. He's all corona pounds. We don't need people pointing it out. Yeah, anyways. He's, he's just fluffy. He's making this trip that's like a bajillion miles. He seems in decent shape. I feel so bad for Sam this whole movie. He's always he's right, but no one listens. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's really masochist. shit on. Yeah, I relate to Sam. Always I mean, right. is he enjoying it, though? So would he be a masochist? Or is it just suffering? Well, he can be a masochist and enjoy his suffering, right? Well, the point is he's not enjoying it. It's just that he feels the duty yeah. to keep going. Yeah. But but for, oh, I like that look from Gollum, like ha. Oh, that little side eye, like oh, I got you, one over on you. But Frodo has a good point too, because it's like even if he means to murder us, we just can keep an eye on him because we still don't really know how to get where we're going. You know, Gandalf didn't include a map. You would have thought Metaseld had some beds, like proper beds. I think well, not this many people though. Yeah, for yes. But don't they have a lot of the people from Helm's Deep that were like all the surrounding villages that were, you know, destroyed are, are now there? Dude, this, no. this is Gandalf mm-hmm. and the future king of Gondor. You can find them one bed. Yeah, so this is a new hide. scene. This is called Eowyn's Stream, and this is um, genuinely new. And I yeah, always love it because the way she's sleeping always feels like a painting by Titian or yeah, you know yeah. one of those really uh, uh, romantic paintings. The way her dress mythic. is arranged. Yeah, yeah. everyone into one room <laughs> so Eowyn could have the massive feast hall to herself <laughs> on her spread out divan. <laughs> it just I feels love like the rotisserie the barbecue slot. setup they have. Yeah, it evokes like a fairy queen, like in her bower or something. It's really beautiful. I don't care if it doesn't make any sense. uh, Dialogue of her dream is beautiful as well. It just shows how Eowyn and Faramir are really done dirty in the theatrical cut of this one. If this hadn't been included. I mean, to be fair, they're not really done right in this way either compared to the books, but... (laughs) Yeah. The romance is kind of minimal, even though there is a scene of it in the extended edition. One, like, two-minute conversation. I dreamed that you just had two queens, Aragorn. Could you do two queens? <laughs> no. No, that's not allowed. Uh-oh. Oh, it's, that scenery is beautiful. Tolkien really loves starlight, yeah. and I do as well. Yeah, it's pretty nice. The stars are available. But what's nice about including Eowyn's stream is that after this you get the Palantir thing, but then you get Arwen's stream. So if you have this too, then there's that nice symmetry of the two women in his life. And if you don't, then you don't. But I think it's it's romantic, you know, the two women fighting for his heart. When you guys did the two towers, did you guys talk about how originally Arwen was supposed to join them at Helm's Deep? No, I don't think we mentioned that. Really? No, I don't even yeah, think yeah. I knew that. I didn't even know that. They had yeah. a couple, like they had <laughs> her show up instead of Haldir. 
I forgot Gandalf sleeps with his eyes open okay. like a fucking Doberman. Do you guys not do that? <laughs> <laughs> Hugging the palantir like it's a hot water bottle. I just love how Pippin uses the, the Indiana, like Indiana Jones, Jones moment. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's clever, right? I mean, he's tricksy. He's not a stupid hobbit. Fool of a took. I'm thinking this isn't the first time that Merry has had to warn Pippin of doing something really dumb. Oh, no. Not at all. Yeah, but usually it's like stealing a head of cabbage from, like, Farmer Baggett or something. It's not, I feel this know, is very much in the wheelhouse with of how their, evil lord. <laughs> their friendship dynamic is. Like, this is like magic coming off of that bag. Right. But actually, what's scarier, Sauron or Far- Farmer Maggot? Like... Seriously, so consider. <laughs> well, to Pippin, I think it's Farmer Maggot, right? He's got those dogs. It looks like he's like oh, Dragon Ball off. Z here, man. <laughs> Legolas is like, I feel a disturbance. Summoning Shenron. <laughs> That was uh, in Street Fighter when, like, Ryu Ayuka. How do you get a I think oh. the effects are pretty sort of effective here. Like, Pippin really looks like he's in pain with the. Yeah, the way the actors, like, immediately sort of, like, like lose control of himself. I like them. Yeah. And then it's rolling away and no one can get it. Yeah, I don't like that Aragorn, like, Touched it and beaten by a blanket. You're not so big in a coma forever. Aragorn wasn't ready. He has to prep first. Yeah, exactly. Poor Pippin. (laughs) He went from zero to Sauron. Pippin. And Gandalf's Look immediately, how, what is the tactical advantage I can get from this mishap? Look how big that Gandalf hand is. I know. <laughs> so cool. Gandalf has nice nails. Did you see that? Wizards, because Saruman did too. Maybe wizards just have immaculately manicured fingers. This is Gandalf the White, son. They've got a spot. His eyebrows are less bushy as well. Obviously, they didn't share it with Radagast. Yeah. <laughs> I mean,. Has anyone been done dirtier than Radagast in the Hobbit movies? Faramir, obviously. <laughs> Wait, is Faramir in the Hobbit movies? Literally dirtier. <laughs> Poor Pippin. I mean, again, this is pretty good acting for a guy who's in this movie basically as comic relief when asked to do something genuinely moving. And especially in the later scenes with Denethor, I think he really yeah. rises to the challenge. Yeah. He's great. Oh, range. Sure. <gasps> I love this hall so much. With the light streaming through. I want the barbecue set up. Where can I get a iron worker to have someone? <laughs> That's actually fairly easy to do. We were, as a wedding present, we were giving a Death Star barbecue setup that's not dissimilar in concept. Does it say you may file when ready when you're resting? <laughs> no, it's fully functional. <laughs> it's time to make kebabs. One reactor only. <laughs> Look at how beautiful Theoden's um, embroidery on his 
surcoat. I don't know what you call that. Is yeah. yeah it's Why should we rise? To me, everything's a double. Like Theoden, didn't you get that? Oh, yeah. The beautiful gold embroidery around his neck. I mean, Theoden's not wrong. They must... Oh. In context of the it... lore, they owe them their land because Gondor was literally, alright, you're allowed to settle here now. <laughs> After helping yeah, them right. kick out the Dunlendings. But this is the equivalent of the, uh, it's the, equivalent of the Monty Python, what have the Romans ever done for us? Well, apart from the aqueducts, sanitation, medicine, school, <laughs> medicine, rule of law, judicial system. That was system. a really long time ago. What have the we Romans forgot. ever done for us? Yeah. <laughs> and I won't be going alone. I, I like think how this is really sad. Like, well, always, when Pippin's... Like, yeah, with Pippin and Mary, this part always gets me. Yeah, because Mary realizes that they might not see each other again. This might be it. And Pippin just is so naive. And he's kind of angry. He loves his friend, but he's angry at him because he doesn't get it. It's so sweet. It's like a breakup. Well, they've been together for like their whole lives, basically. I think it's just so sad. This could have been it. And it's always Mary looking after Pippin. And now he can't. Yeah. Yeah, and that on. little interaction with Aragorn at the end as well, it's really sweet. Yeah. How far is Finisterra? Bless. And then you get the little Shire theme coming through. Aww. Pippin knows that the shit's got real when Mary gives him the leaf. That's when it hits him. But even that's shade. Like, I know you've run out because you haven't rationed yours properly because you're such a little scamp. But it's in good humor. Yeah. And then finally Pippin gets it as he's riding off. Uh, I always feel bad for this one Rohirrim guard who gets pushed by Mary and then gets pushed by Aragorn. He's had a bad day. <laughs> he's like, God damn it. <laughs> I hate when the major characters roll in. Screwing everything. So do, so do you think uh, there used to be a forest there and then they built Nodoseld and now there's no trees left? Does he have to ride through the waters no. and let it be unsafe? I think that's just the landscape. I was always there to get him out. Bless. It's like the definition of friendship, isn't it? We get into trouble, but we always get each other out. <laughs> He's a took. Uh, casual familial. I like the way they say the took. It's like took. <laughs> um, okay, so this listener, if you're still watching with us, is Arwen's dream, and it's a scene that was as in the theatrical release. So feel free to go get a drink. Uh, yeah. Yeah, snacks. boring. As a motherfucker. So basically she just decides she's not going to go west. But What do you mean? It's have... got the fucking poem and everything and it's got the <laughs> reef. <laughs> I just love how elves actually, elves actually walk in slow-mo. That's how they move around. They could have avoided that by just having the forging of Anduril in the Fellowship like it's supposed to. Yeah. Zach, stop triggering shellfish. <laughs> and this, like, this 
this vision of old man Aragon and his son is yeah. so beautiful as well. This the scene always reminds me too of uh, the first episode of Game of Thrones when it's like, "It's too hot, my lady." Just this random elf gets this one line like, "My lady." That kid needs a haircut, though. <laughs> Nothing wrong with long hair, is there? <laughs> Are you feeling attacked right now, Shellfish? So fucking attacked. <laughs> oh, no, honey. Everyone's like, maybe I shouldn't have taken those edibles before I hit on the road. <laughs> Poor Liv Tyler has very little to do, except look a bit weepy and pathetic. Yeah. Which, as against the story as it would be, I'm kind of mad that she didn't end up going to Helm's Deep. Oh my god, No, I'm glad awful. she didn't go to Helm's Deep. That would have pissed me off way more. You see, like, this one elf. Is that the guy from Flight of the Concords? Yeah. Is it? Is it? It's Brett McKenzie, isn't it? Is it really? Yeah, he That's plays so- Lindir in The Fellowship of the Ring and this one and the first Hobbit movie. That is just brilliant. Ah, oh, so now we're going to have the reforging of the sword. Daddy, make my boyfriend a sword. He is not a suitable boy. This is very is he- Asian. Is he just the only person in Rivendell? Yeah, because everyone else has buggered off yeah. and he stayed behind to handily make Yeah, everyone else is leaving. Arwen, it's very, really weird because we're related, but by weird degrees. So this reforging scene is as in a theatrical cut. And I have to whisper because I'm an elf. Setting back feminism 50 years. Is there something wrong with whispering? <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> it's so pathetic, isn't it? <laughs> whispering enables a patriarchy. Yeah, dude. <laughs> well, I, I hadn't realized. <laughs> so she never oh, yeah. Says- this she sword. doesn't speak full-throatedly in the entire three films. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit weird when compared to her natural voice. Yeah, there's like ten hours of video, and like she doesn't speak normally in any of it. She actually does. I mean, her actual voice, Liv Tyler, is is just kind of like that. Actually, it's much deeper though. Here, like I, I, in one of the um, cast commentaries on the DVD, she talks about how they were trying to figure out. Like what a good voice would be, and it was just making it. And yeah, it's a little bit yeah. exaggerated. This is another beautiful tableau, like her with her hair falling and the dress. It's like out of a picture. Yeah, I think this is her most beautiful dress, the one in this. And just thing. the the tableau. I mean, I would have that as a poster. It's beautiful, and it, yeah, the sleeves. Yeah, that bit about your hands are cold. That's kind of. Mm. Yeah, I think. Yeah, so they go straight to the human stereotypical female of her hands being cold. No, she's becoming mortal because she's chosen to stay. <laughs> that was a joke, so. When sorry. you want to become mortal, how does it work? Does Daddy just let you become? I don't know. Is a spell or like? Well, you start by having circulatory problems. I think once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. once you've made your choice, that right. means it just happens. Yeah. 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 No daughter of mine is going to become mortal before she's 500 
63. <laughs> Isn't she like 800 years old? So, okay, well, that's Andy. He's not the last elf in Rivendell. There are people to sort of do the bellows and reforge the sword. So despite having sent everyone to the west, they've kept enough people. They've got a few people. Elves are expensive. <laughs> yeah, skeleton crew up in there. <laughs> and things will float. Okay, boys and girls, we are now um, coming up to the scene Minas Tirith, which is an extended scene from... We just passed into the realm of Gondor is where we are. Thank you, Captain Explain- Explanation. Da, da, well, it's like the da. GPS. You are now entering the realm of Gondor. I mean, that's a pretty fucking cool shot, though. As so the reason why I wouldn't want to live in, like, Meduseld or Rivendell or even, even Minas Tirith is they all are great, obviously, but they feel so diminished. It's like you're living in a hall of someone that was great before. Yeah. yeah Minas Tirith is well, not Rivendell. Also, with Minas Tirith, you're walking up and downhill all fucking day. Well, then you may as well just oh, be in the Shire. Because right? the Shire is the only place that isn't diminished. If it's exactly, yeah. Place. The Shire is yeah. the only, like, it's a lively place. Yeah, it's it's still blooming and sort of like, but it doesn't have that long noble history to it. So it's but you know, you know you'd be riding up and down every day. You'd be riding up and down on a horse. Yeah. If you're one of the, if you can afford one. Yeah. So. Yeah. So we would be riding. I mean, like I, I oh, we, we get to, to be the best in, a, in a fantasy world and imagine yeah. myself as I imagine myself. Fair enough. <laughs> no, I would be the rat catcher in Minas Tirith. <laughs> I'd live at like the Lonely Mountain or something. Uh, the White Tree of Gondor. I will say on the Shire though, you're in the worst area overall because the northern, the ruined northern kingdoms is probably the worst spot to be in general. Yeah, with the trolls and the orcs and the wargs and all that. But then you're also the farthest away from Sauron, right? Yeah, if you're living in Minas Tirith, Satan is literally right behind those mountains. <laughs> that would be stressful. Yeah. Yeah, I'd I'd be more for like Lake Town or uh the Lonely Mountain. Yeah, Lake Town would be fun. How is it just not shower? Final answer. Oh boy. Maybe Varley is excited. Uh, that's like Can a horror statue. <laughs> yeah, she keeps on sneaking into the room. These are great scenes well with Denethor. Something about the chair below the chair. I just love that. I, I do like how Gandalf makes sure to hit that steward line. I, I hate the, Gandalf. <laughs> the interior design of this. It seems like a douchebaggy 80s like modern black and white <laughs> granite bullshit must be yeah i've been sitting here with this broken thorn for weeks their horn just waiting for Do someone think... to show up <laughs> i think that is what he was doing just plotting this moment very carefully all right pippin just shut up i think the guy who plays dinner thought gives a really good performance as well, but it kind of fades into the background because you love to hate him, but sort of like it's really well done. Oh yeah, he's good at making you hate him. Absolutely. Even you guys ever watch uh, Sleepy Hollow with him? Oh, the Johnny Depp one? 
No, the uh, the TV show. Oh yeah, he was in that. Yeah, I remember he was. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I remember he, he was good in that. He was in Fringe too. He was the uh, the the like crazy old father, but then like he played like the alternate ver- reality version of himself. He was very good at kind of. Have, I, I think like, he played the same roles. character in uh, Sleepy Hollow. My lord, there will be a time. Guys, we can't just get into it. We have to talk about it. I was just watching the scene. I like Pippin sort of like becoming more noble and being inspired to like do his duty or pay Boromir back. That's kind of a nice touch. And of course Gandalf can't take any of that. Yeah, the language he uses is very... Yeah, it's sort of high. It's actually very malformed. Yeah, he really steps up and succeeds in it. I will not bow to this ranger from the north. Time for the movie title. Yeah, get ready for the mic drop. Boom! Do you think that's what's going to happen if Trump loses the election and refuses to give up the White House? It will not bow to this ranger. We need a Gandalf. Yeah, I feel like his staff will just be leaving and be like, wait, what? I don't know. Oh, I don't know if I can picture uh, Biden Aragorn. It'd be very awkward. <laughs> oh, this next scene is one of my favorites as well. Such beautiful language. The decline of Gondor. This is my favorite part of this setting. This kind of stuff. Yeah, just the decay and the like. Yeah, the Citadel guards look so cool. But also, when you oh, don't you have some sympathy really for do. them when you open up the doors and then you see, you know, Mordor straight ahead. Do you not understand more and empathize with more about how they would fall into despair? Like you realize oh, yeah. in that scene when they open the doors, just how close it was. I remember the first yeah. time I watched this in the cinema. That scene really impacted me because I was just like, "Oh my god!" Like if you're just living in the face of that, and you can see why you would you would think that anyone else is not should be or should not be respected to the same degree because of the sacrifice you're making. Yeah. Yes, exactly. But also, why Boromir then want to take the ring as a weapon? He has lived with yep. a danger in his face. And why Denethor? Yeah, and why Denethor went into the Palantir? Right. Exactly. There's the convenient little suicide jumping hole at the, <laughs> uh, the wall there. There's a sign next to it that says, insert stewards here. Denethor only. <laughs> I, I, I do wonder, like, looking at the imagery here, and obviously mountains are hard, so, like, an army of men would never do it, but the way that, like, goblins and stuff can, you know, traverse mountains, like, how come, like, they never got a bunch, like, went up and over the mountain, held down or something? Well, I mean, the Gondorians have been keeping them at bay across the river, so it's not like they can just walk to the city. But uh, uh, right, now right. they're being sort of beaten back. Got the rangers doing guerrilla warfare. Faramir. 
a penicillin. Back to back to the Shire. Where oh, Gandalf, we this is the most fucked up place you brought me to. <laughs> I mean, you, you kind of pledged yourself, kid. Tea time. Yeah. Aw, Sam, it's tea time. We aren't in decent places. Thank you for that, Gollum. He's right. Frodo's like, if I take one more step, it's going to be the furthest from the Shire I've ever been. <laughs> True. True facts. <laughs> Every step. So, so who marked up this thing? Like who who put that graffiti on there? The orbs. They're dicks. Okay. okay. It works. Okay. Oh, this is the beautiful scene with the head of the statue and the crown of flowers. Yep. And again, That's you know, that nobility of what came before, and it's just all been defaced and desecrated. Yeah, the beard on the statue kind of looked sort of Babylonian to me. Those yeah. ancient. Statues. I, I did like this, uh, like this part of the Crossroads uh, chapter in the books. And yeah, and when uh, the captains of the West march to the Black Gate, they like set the head back on the statue. That's right. I can't believe this was. This is a genuinely newly included scene. I just can't believe they didn't think it was. I mean, there's so many scenes, right? Like, Got to make hard cuts. I'm sure. Well, there's also, I don't know if it's in the movie, but there's a scene in uh, Mordor where Sam looks up and briefly sees, like, Arendil, the Star of Arendil or something, and it says yeah, it like, smote his heart to see something so beautiful even for a second. Yeah, that is in the movie, thankfully. So I imagine this is just yeah. Now, this is one of the most moving scenes, I think. They're just what it means to be on the eve of battle. Without your friend. The deep breath before the plunge. An extended scene. Nice touch where Gandalf is coughing. Don't smoke and... kids. <laughs> That's the kind of lovely detail you get with a Shakespearean actor, my friend. Bit of early onset emphysema. <laughs> or just smoking some dank buds. A little oh, yeah, else getting toasted tonight. That classic Shakespearean trope of early onset lung cancer. But I do like it because it's this really quiet, calm scene. You're gonna, you're about to enter this like mad rush of this movie and all the action, but just to have this. Yeah, we get a lot of these, really, the calm before the storm for all the characters. Yeah, Minas Tirith is like kind of a still place of kind of dying and... Only a fool's hope. 
and so inorganic like there's no color there's no warmth it just feels so dead and cold yeah and even the sound is and there's creaking and cracks in the walls and yeah it's in decay if only someone would come and restore it to its former glory if only a hero would come <laughs> gimli oh, holy fans Oh, there's the pirates. Gotta love it. There's Peter Jackson. There he is. This will be the end of Gondor. Yeah. I love that phrase, hear the hammer stroke all hardest. Yeah. But this is a bit Basil exposition. It's kind of trying to explain to the audience there's going to be a two-part battle, right? This one's going to fall, then there's going to be that one. <laughs> oh, boy. This is yeah, pretty badass. Uh, Witch King is so cool. I'm glad we're doing this in two parts. I want to be fresh for the big battle. We can't have talked for two hours before we get to it. Yeah, this Does movie is a marathon. fingernails? That's a scary helmet. The Witch King is probably one of the coolest villains in film. Oh, he's in design. I don't know. I think Janice Soprano is much worse. My favorite part's when he says, Hinder me! That's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, that's epic. <laughs> yeah, when are we going to do the uh, 1977 and 1980 cartoon watches? Where there's a whip. Toasted for those. The, the dialogue is so weird. Are they any good? No, they're not good. I enjoy The Hobbit because it's supposed to be goofy. It's yeah, The Hobbit we would watch story. on like a rainy day at school, so I always loved that one. I never saw Lord of the Rings, but I feel like The Hobbit cartoon has a charm to it. And you got Leonard Nimoy singing The Hobbit. Okay, listen, really... we're on to Minas Morgul. I love the corpse light. Effect. How do they make that light? Like, what? What's the, what's the uh, method of creating that? Magic. Okay. Computers. I was talking in universe. But yeah. Just a uh, bunch of lost souls. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, corpses. That's not a stair. That's like a stone ladder. Like, doesn't work. It's hidden barley for a reason. I think I would like to live in Minas Morgul. Yeah, it seems like a nice place. I feel like if you'd walk up, you'd like have to turn around because all of a sudden you'd start hearing like, it's, 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 yeah, it's probably a permanent raven there. Oh, yeah. That's what the corpse light is for. I love how there's a scene that's called Sam's Warning. And it just feels like the whole film is Sam's Warning. Yeah. <laughs> Call the movie that. <laughs> So there is something to be said for Gollum being a ring bearer as long as he was. And like he never felt this call to walk over to the enemy, you know? Yeah. Gandalf's like, oh fuck, that's not good. Yep. Right, yeah, I'm wearing my brown pants. FYI, Sam's warning is a new scene. Gandalf's like, oh, that's not normal. This is a little bit He-Man Masters of the Universe, though, let's be honest. <laughs> it is, yeah. But this it's is in book. Nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing wrong with it. Hey, I'm not saying there is. I used to love that show as a kid. Just a big old light show. 
I mean, the Witch King in that cartoon is basically Skeletor's. Yeah, exactly. Skeletor was awesome. Yeah, that's pretty gnarly. In the books, doesn't he sense the ring or something and sends like a patrol of orcs to check it out? Yeah. Oh, I love that. I can feel his blade. Yeah. Whenever the ring, whenever Sauron is trying to probe him, he feels it in his wound, his dagger wound. I've actually had to dream a few times that I was one of the ring raids, and it was a good dream because it was so cool. Really? <laughs> that sounds yeah. like a nightmare. Did you do anything particularly evil? No, I just felt really powerful and scary. <laughs> Were you riding a drake or what? No, a horse, I think. A horse, okay. I feel like it's very hard to conjure the feeling of riding a flying animal. I have lots of Not dreams it. where I'm flying, where I'm trying to fly, like I'm trying to run and fly like you would mind, you know, when you run and then you fly, but it's not working. Probably very deep and meaningful. Yeah, I have those as well. Like when I'm running and leaping and sort of gliding. Yeah, and, exactly. And then I fly too high and I'm like, oh, this is bad, I'm going to fall. <laughs> Yeah, with me it's more like not getting enough elevation oh. like being trapped sort of like six feet above earth but not getting far enough away <laughs> Gondor oh poor poor Gandalf what can he do nothing useful as usual yes Mithrandir is completely useless did nothing at all to help middle earth Ever. <laughs> what did the Romans ever do for us? Ill news is an ill guest. What did Mithrandir ever do? Sam's warning. Listen to Sam, people. Listen to Sam. This scary tunnel will be fine. <laughs> Crippen, how are your rock climbing skills? Oh, I really so, like so this scene. Why don't... Yeah, the, the scene's great, but why didn't Denethor light the beacons? Okay, uh, in listen, the books he did. Pippin's in the books task. he did. Yeah, that's... Well, in the books, like, really a, evil a bunch of, like, especially uh, Prince Dal Amroth or whatever. Uh, the Prince of the uh, Swan Prince. I was so yeah. sad not to see him. He sounded awesome. Because, lot, I mean, Gondor lots of, characters. like, people come to Gondor's help and... Just yeah, like and it's... you get a sense of the, the the wideness and richness of the world. But men, yeah, there are it literally just feels like one city. Like that's everybody. <laughs> that there's about a hundred men in the entirety of Middle Earth. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm bummed out that they're like they had the ghosts come to the battle rather than the remaining. First Faramir sighting. Everyone quiet. It's Faramir. We sense ghosts. Oskeliath, man. That must be the saddest place to live in Middle Earth. I mean, if Gondor oh, yeah. in general has declined, this Easy. must be the most depressing place to be. I like in the uh, books how they describe this as they, they built rafts on the other side of the river and then swam across like beetles. That's a great description, yeah. Okay, so the invasion of Osgiliath is a, a very extended scene. 
Yep. It's very cool. I think it's really well done. This guy with the weird ears and the disformed face, he always reminds me of um, Chunk in the Goonies. Hmm. Like if Chunk is... in the Goonies was an evil orc, <laughs> that's what he would look like. <laughs> I think the character's name is Gothmog, who I believe is someone else in like the Silmarillion. Like either a Balrog or a... Uh... Yeah, Gothmog or was Rogue. Lord of the Balrogs. Yeah. I think it was smart also played by the same actor. I think that plays like one of the Urukai. Gotta gotta reuse the orc actors heavily. Yeah, yeah. I think I'd say smart to include a general on the ground, not just the Witch King. I think that was a good idea. Do they really need fifty guys to inspect that one guy catching an arrow to do something? They all want to stand around and look at Faramir with. Uh, waving in the breeze. I'm already getting nervous about the Shelob. I like how this is the equivalent of Normandy landing craft, where the front goes down and the troops out. Deeply cool. No helmets, I noticed. I feel like this is the most relatable battle There scene. are never any helmets. I mean, there are some helmets, but not every well, The dude got shot in the arrow that was wearing a helmet. Well, to be fair, these are rangers, right? So I don't think rangers wear helmets. Rangers wear leather. Exactly. Yeah, like it's sort of brutish and, and kind of a brawl, and like it feels very sort of I don't know more realistic that they're more unskilled fighters rather than heroes fighting the orcs. I suppose they are professional soldiers, but anyway. But, you know, yeah, I mean, fighting. every guy in armor I'm seeing is getting bitched. Right? By this point, how long has it been known that Sauron has troops and has been skirmishing? Like, at this point, wouldn't they have forged armor and tooled up? I mean... Well, I mean, Boromir won back the Askeliath crossing before he went up to Rivendell, so it's no, I think. Yeah, don't we get a flashback, or is that a fully deleted scene? That, that was last, uh, last movie. Oh, it was in the last movie, okay. Yeah. Listener, we're on the lighting of the beacons, which is so cool. This is where yeah. I want to live. Uh, in the beacon. Just <laughs> that image of each, that image of that, each yeah. successive beacon, beacon lighting up. I love that. Yeah, it's so I, I, want, I want to live in the, that flyover shot. <laughs> exactly. I want to live in one of those tiny huts. <laughs> oh, shit. Just waiting for the chance to light my beacon. It'd be like the lighthouse. You've got to figure this isn't the first time the beacon has been lit by accident, though. <laughs> Especially given how much everyone smokes from pipes. Imagine how bad that would be, though, if it was lit by accident, because there's no way to communicate the fact Oops. that it was accident. <laughs> yeah, like someone turns up with an army like, sorry, guys. <laughs> I guess you just send a rider out yeah, get on to the meet GPS them halfway.
It is cool, though. It's just so hopeful. Like, I don't understand why Denethor didn't light the beacons. Because he's in despair. He thinks it's pointless fighting. He thinks it's all over. I mean, but the in the books, he does. So cool. Matt, have you never felt like, like you didn't want to ask a friend to hang out because you thought they wouldn't want to hang out anywhere, so you didn't? It's just like that. <laughs> Too afraid to have the party in case mom shows up. Yeah, exactly. This is so cool. The music is so majestic. Why is he waving his torch around? And the way I'm they so kind excited. of um, it's the 180 degree rotate we did it. camera <laughs> to show the next one, and then yeah, they rotate round. So yeah, imagine how many years those guys have been sitting up there doing yeah, nothing. Like, well, They're like, he's finally got to like the beacon. Right, but now, years. but now your life has no purpose because you just burned the thing. <laughs> like, I right, think it's just sitting on top of a mountain. Waiting to light a beacon, but it's in the snow, so you must be lighting a lot of fires. But then there's a beacon right next to you. This has to have happened by mistake before. <laughs> oh, this shot. Just... Let's be honest, okay? Chef's this is, kiss. This this is the New Zealand tour. This is incredibly unrealistic because. Yeah. yeah. You know, Denethor would have defunded the. Oh, yeah. Here we go. We're getting, we're getting there. Getting to. I like how quickly oh, yes. uh, Theoden does a 180 right here. Yeah. What if Aragorn just tripped and fell? This is such a cool he's like, scene. He's, he's like that family guy <laughs> where he's like, ah! Ah! Oh, this is one of my favorite scenes. Ah, it's going to be a little cause for aid. Amir's armor looks badass. Ah, uh, I love Theoden. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Uh, oh, he's, uh, I mean, Thaden has the most lines you chill. Well, the yeah. funny thing is, they gave Thaden all of uh, Aomir's best lines, also. They just gave him all the good stuff. So they basically yeah. did Aomir dirty, too. Like I the whole it. ruin thing, Aomir says that in the book. But that is, like, I mean, full in the whole film. It's almost oh, like yeah. a visual relief to see Rohan after Gondor. It's like, oh, this color again. This beautiful. Yeah. I feel kind of like I'm drinking it in and rehydrating off Gondor. Look at that. The I'm majesty doing the same thing of the with Gatorade right else. now. Got more blood in the. Than the Gondorians. A gentleman does not pull up a woman's blanket to see her sword. <laughs> That's right. Untoward. <laughs> there was no consent there. That's a bit cheeky. <laughs> I hate how this relationship is like an afterthought in the movies. Yeah. But it's nice to have it a little bit, though. Yeah. And to parallel it to Pippin with Denethor, who's obviously a far less worthy recipient of such noble offer of service. I fucking love. Theoden's delivery of that, and gladly yeah. I ex accept it. Like he's so gentle and kind. Yeah, he gets that this is the biggest moment of Mary's life. He doesn't patronize him. It's so fatherly. It's just Dream beautiful. dad. He is. He's just lovely. I mean, of course, he wasn't for the years when he wasn't, but he's back. Well, that's part of what makes him such a great character. Is he went through all that turmoil. Mm. 
But before so, that, Mary he was father to Eomer and Eomer, right? So he was a good Mary father. Mary can't get his horse to go. <laughs> Sometimes it's a, nice it's a little warming up. I just this love that you have the Eomer gives here is so good. And he's thinking, am I ever going to see this place again? No. No, it's the hour. Oh, yes. At least Aoma gets this. Carl Urban is just always good. You know, who right. really got done dirty? Urkenbrand. He was so good Ooh. in the boys. Yeah, Carl, Carl Urban, I, I think he's yeah, always Urkenbrand great. Yeah, is... Here we go, boys. Is Urkenbrand even in the movie? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think no, they ever so. is. Neither is Elfhelm, and that sucks. Yeah. Okay, boys and girls, listener, we are on to the fall of Osgilia, which is an extended scene as well. They've been fighting all night. Yeah, and yeah. it seems like right now the troops in Osgilia are just like bending over backwards to die. It looks like there's a lot more of them in scenes, but they're still going to be. I love that little nest of archers. Just a cool city combat thing. Yeah, uh, where have they been the whole night? Just waiting for Faramir to okay. come along. Oh, I like that. I like that orc with that big hammer. Yeah, the men are just getting clobbered. It's very brutal. So imagine you're already getting your ass kicked, and then those guys show up. And then dragons show up. (laughs) (laughs) It's like uh, you just get the Debbie Downer trombone. But why didn't they show up at the start? They had to fly all the way over here. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, because, I mean, you know, what, arrows can still hurt them. You, you don't want, like, hundreds of archers ready to shoot at you, right? You want chaos. Yeah, and they've got plenty of orcs throw at them. It might just be, like, a battle strategy. Like, the, they want to just really hit the nail in the coffin with the morale defeat. Mm. Yeah, it's oh, dear. Oh, not that guy. That's the guy Shit. who said Nazgul. It's the Goonies gone wrong. I think with Gothmog, you really start to see Peter Jackson's sort of like obsession with the grotesque. Like, yeah, it, the brain so very... dead Peter Jackson. <laughs> so lumpy and diseased looking, and the goblins on the Hobbit films. So, yeah, I mean, right here, they're riding out from Osgiliath, and there's like at least, there's like probably like a hundred of them riding out. And they're just getting picked off one by one. Oh my god, the scene with Gandalf is... Gorgeous. The wizard's pupil. Yeah, yeah the music is just... It's, it's angelic. Yeah. yeah it's a white man. And also he takes Pippin do. with him for no apparent reason. Yeah. It might need Pippin. Just to make sure Pippin doesn't get murdered. There's no need whatsoever. And the star. Like, enjoy sunlight, so bitch. Good. <laughs> Jeez. Vitamin D for you, boys. <laughs> and I know they talk that, about the DVD. One of the cool things about the way Gandalf uses magic is it's not super intense. It's not like he shot a fireball at one of the Nazgul. It's kind of understated, but still really majestic. But yeah, he could if he wanted to, Zach. 
He could yeah, if you wanted yeah. to. If you wanted to call down lightning and just kill them all, that'd be great too. I love this, just seeing the you know, the urban geography of Minas Tirith. Yeah, and I like the interaction between Faramir and Gandalf as well. Yeah. And in the they have a history in the books. The wizard's pupil. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you seen uh, a like, dude, what are you looking at, man? You're making me uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, so I guess Mary's there just so that, or Pippin's there just so that. Yeah, but Pippin could have, have like, been waiting for them to return. Yeah. He could have been hanging out at the statue. This is their first confirmation Frodo and Sam are alive, aren't they? Oh. Yeah, the relief is really good. Yeah. She loved. But then oh, they're, they're like, they're going to the they're cool, and they're like, oh. <laughs> No more relief. I like in the books how uh, Faramir reports this and Gandalf's like visibly frightened and shaking and grabbing on yeah. chair. Denethor's such a oh, dick. Denethor, what a dick. This is some because of the Shelob is old. Shelob is as old as Gandalf, right? Or was that? Yeah, they were in the same class. Mother. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say she loves elementary school, school together, together all, but she's descended from Ungoliant. Because Gandalf's as old as Ungoliant, right? Or... Yeah, Ga- Gandalf's oh, right, a Maiar, so he's been in existence since the beginning. Yeah, but how old is Ungoliant? She came from the nothingness. But she may have existed before the music of the... Fair, but this is She-Lob. This is the whole point. I would not take the ring if everything were destroyed, because it would be our destruction. Oh, fuck off, Denethor. Ever you desire to appear lordly as a king of old. I don't need to appear it, dude. I am it. <laughs> Bodomir is my good son. This is just like The Sopranos. <laughs> this family so much, drama. So, so yeah, much toxic family dysfunction. Yeah, put a mask on, dude. You're spreading coronavirus. Yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> spitting going on in Denthor's performance. Have you ever it's been actually... so angry you fell backwards? <laughs> <laughs> I really love this performance because in a way... If you talk about it, Denethor's performance could be very hammy and very ridiculous, and yet somehow he pulls it off in the context yeah. of everything else. Like it's so ridiculously over the top, and yet it works. I do find that this moment where Boromir shows up a little too ridiculous, but yeah, it's fun. He's going mad. Going a little ways along. <laughs> Oh dear. Oh, Poor boy. Driven mad by grief and despair. And arrogance. Yep. This would not be fun to climb. The stairs of Kirith Ungol. No, I'm getting vertigo like when the shot looks down like that. So this scene is as in the theatrical edition. Like, fuck that heights right there. (sighs) 
I'm not sure I'd have the the calf muscles to do. I mean, it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. like, uh, I would be dead. Let alone the vertigo. Hobbits are hardy folk. Where are the eagles? Cool, Harley, maybe. Yeah, I used to do rock climbing, but that was like 100 pounds ago, and it was not, you know, easy. So, <laughs> poor Sam. Oh, don't dangle the ring in Smeagol's face. He can't help himself. Come on. Don't do that to Smeagol. Don't enable him. Yet again, it's oh, just Sam's the worst. Sam, Sam's just getting gaslit this whole movie. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Come on, fat hobbits. Master carries a heavy burden. Smeagol knows. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. These are the scenes I typically forward there in fairness. Oh yeah, definitely. When you're trying to get it down to a sensible two and a half hour Sunday afternoon watch. And obviously Shelob because that's just scary. But that's for next episode. Love him just chilling on that broken building. Yeah, it's just like I'm observing all my conquered areas. Okay. Dean, are you particularly afraid of spiders? Yes, I am. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> what are you planning? You'll see. You'll see. <laughs> that sounded really evil. Courage is the best defense. That's what this chapter is called, and I feel that's what I shall take as my personal motto against whatever Shellfish is planning. Shellfish is collecting the greatest (laughs) fears of everyone. Courage, Bina. Courage for our friends. Courage is the best defense. I like uh, the the Witch King Drogo uh, line there, that he'll break him. Peregrine of the Tower Guard. Even the outfit, like that doublet in black is just so evil and lacking in anything. Even now he won't wear shoes. Faram is just so lovely to him, though. Yeah, it's a really lovely scene. They both sort of like give each other a pep talk. Mm. I'd say Faramir is my second favorite character in the movie, but he doesn't get better in the movie like Theoden does. Oh, yeah, the arc isn't... I mean, he just starts off good and is good. Yeah, I mean, I guess he finds better friends. So that's his arc. Finds the hot princess bride. As he should. Yeah, absolutely. They deserve each other in the best way. It's kind of interesting how Faramir and um, Pippin kind of have the same hair color. It's almost like they're the two good guys in Minas Tirith, trapped in this nasty black and white place. (laughs) The two gingers. The two gingers. Okay, listener, we're on to Allegiance to Denethor. It's chapter 26, as in the theatrical cut. Pippin runs my eyelids. I don't feel like I'm a 
evil black and white <laughs> Gondorian or anything like that. I like and this, this is like, subtle, underhanded. So, threat. like, contrast this with Theoden. It's Kiss so, the ring. He's almost laughing at him. It's so, it's so patronizing. Yeah. True. Oh, man. I mean, he it's lets so him do it, but it's. Oh. This is brutal. Mm, back literally to sending out your son to die. Oh, just yeah, exactly. I can never get that out of my head. Like just him eating grapes. And also grapes and tomatoes. What is going on with the tomatoes? I just, Was there I just like picked two tomatoes looking just like that at my garden this morning? So Do did he like right sit here. in the mirror and practice eating food in the most disgusting way? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> now Denethor would bite it like this, and his mouth would go wide. Fill out the sides. Oh my god. Oh. What's wrong, Ouch. Zach? When he says yes, it's just the most brutal. Yes, exactly. Well, honesty is the best policy. Yeah. Can you imagine your own father saying that? Uh, I can't wait to say that to my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As you eat messily. Yeah. No, the line I really can't wait to, to, to tell my daughter is, uh, your father is old, but he's not yet do a dotard. Like in the books. Nice. <laughs> oh, I love that line. Since you are Robert of Boromir, I will do what I can in his stead. So tragic that he's just going to sacrifice himself. But then the sharp, that would depend on the manner of your return. It's like, I know, oh he's gosh, such a wow. dick. He should have just like left the gates and then just kind of veered off to the like a from behind, man. response. Did anyone else notice uh Gollum's nasty elbow open wounds? I usually uh, just notice how nasty you... Gollum is in general. Why did you no, have to point out the like most disgusting things? Look oh look at that. Imagine getting like lemon juice or something in those. Oh, Look at his look at his uh, knees. <laughs> Stop! I work in surgery, Matt. I've seen much worse. <laughs> but Nadia will never be able to unsee those wounds again. Oh, so this is the parting <laughs> of Sam and Frodo, which is the scene that's as in the theatrical trailer. Sorry, the theatrical cut. And it gives me the heebie-jeebies sleeping on the ledge like that. Yeah, I could never do this. Sleep right next to no. a ledge. Oh, Don't try this like, at home, kids. Gollum is so... She's like, I'm going to put some crumbsies. Some crumbsies over here, and then... Goodbye, bread! <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, there's a lot of malicious tree in this. You see how far that bread fell? <laughs> now remember that when Sam finds it. Why is Sam tightening his belt? Straight up hearing you. There's no I just think it's so sad because 
he has succeeded. He's parted Sam from Frodo. Yeah, it's really like he's like, "What were you doing? I was sneaking." Oh, whatever. Don't tell me the truth. He was. <laughs> he was he's telling sneaking. you the. He was honest pretty much the whole time. Well, not so much. No, I mean in this scene. Oh, our food is gone. Don't love the delivery on that by uh, Frodo there. Poor son. I like Gollum's acting here. Oh, and it's Smeagol? What did I do? That scratching the head of who could have done this? <laughs> I know. <laughs> so evil. Mmm, a crumb lie here, and then here, a hobbit bread. Oh, <laughs> what's this? I can never tell if I feel worse for Sam or Faramir. I just, like, in, in this scene, I kind of feel like, like Gollum should have reached behind his ears and been like, what's behind your ear? Ooh, it's crumbs. He just pulls the ring out from behind his ear. <laughs> Look at Sam throwing haymakers. Yeah, all that frustration from all that trudging is finally coming out here. See, now, and this is the part where you're like, they're on a narrow ledge where Gollum threw the bread over. He could have just pushed Sam over and then stabbed Frodo if this was like his grand plan. Quite elaborate. But he's doing the workaround. Like, he promised not to kill Frodo, so she, she lobbled. Carry the load. Carry the load. Share the load. <laughs> it's so creepy and slow mo. Yeah. That's great when Sam says that thing around your neck and Frodo's expression changes and he's like, What the fuck did you say about my precious? <laughs> <laughs> and that evil look from Smeagol. <laughs> I got him. I got your friend. Now fuck off, Sam. No one wants you here. Heartbreaking. So sad. I'm your Sam. Frodo, you. He's a liar. He's poisoned you against me. He's poisoned you against me. You've done that yourself. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, heartbreaking. I see it through the lies of the children. Shit is that? Telling them to go, go home. Yeah, go home. They have to death. Just, go die. Literally in Mordor, he can't just go home. You're in Mordor with no food. Go home. But the thing is, Sean like, Frodo... Astin cries well. He really cries well. There's this dribble. There's snot. It's his real crying. <laughs> I truly think Frodo thinks he's helping Sam to some extent. That like, like, just get out of here. You don't have to deal with this anymore. Yeah, just, I can't like, escape being a ring bearer. You can. Yeah, but he's under a fair amount of stress here, so I guess we could forgive something for Frodo. Oh yeah, no, I, I, I think Frodo's fine. A lot of people don't like him, but I totally no, I like him. Oh, this scene is so beautiful when the Gondorian soldiers ride out. Yeah, this is amazing. And so this is another like lovely herbs and flowers extended scene here, the sacrifice of Faramir. And I love it, because you see Gondor, you see the ordinary people. Finally, they're wearing helmets. Love those flowers. See, now they... I mean, they all cool Now helmets. they've had a chance to put on their armor. 
But it's almost like a funeral. Yeah, definitely. Right. Oh, it is, so, yeah. But it's very elegiac and... Like, everyone knows what these poor fuckers are uh, going to do. The way that one guy... It just is such a waste of resources. But handing the flowers. The beautiful language from Faramir here. Do not throw away your... Oh. The city of the men of Numenor. I would give my life to defend her memory, her wisdom. Oh, Ugh. that's 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 the hard part too, because like Denethor is crazy, and and this is just obviously he's killing all these people. Gandalf is and you see that statue. He'll he'll remember his love. And you just see, like, I love the way they do the camera shot. Like from the point of view of the statue, that's, yeah. Because you kind of feel that that's mm. what Faramir has grown up trying mm. to live up to. This picture of these noble men of old who did defend beauty and wisdom, and yeah, that's one of those know, things that's so brilliant. I can't believe they came up with it. Having that yeah, there. it's like these little touches. Like I think people think of Peter Jackson, amazing effects guy. You know the attention to the production design, but sometimes the shot choice, like coming up over the statue, and the and the subliminal messaging is so so subtle and so good. I think yeah, it's really so underrated. Keep finding new stuff when you rewatch them. Can we oh, talk about the effectiveness of a cavalry charge against a fixed position? And, uh, <laughs> well, charge of the light brigade here. Yeah, this is not necessarily uh, the battle yeah, tactic. Yeah, like choice. all the orcs are staring on. Like surprised, they're like, "This is stupid." They're not gonna swing around. And this bit, when he's yeah, casually I mean, just we could at least have come up with a... Like, even if he did get like this suicide mission from his father, he could have come up with a better plan to execute it. D Denethor isn't even watching. He has chicken to eat. Okay, <laughs> if you guys had chicken this nice, you'd focus on that too. Yeah, you wouldn't notice the dribble of grapes down your. We so, have a evil tomato. It's got a whole charcuterie board here. So is that blood on his lip? Oh, I never understood. Like, did he bite his song. He has no songs for great halls except this one, which is a which is great. Yeah, it's quite grand and noble for a hobbit song. Is this actually him singing? It is, yeah. yeah. It is, yeah. He's a singer. Wow. Yeah. I love this. The sort of the greed and licentiousness of Denethor contrasted with the nobility of his son. I think I heard somewhere that they discovered that Billy Boyd could sing when they were doing like a cast karaoke party. Oh, and then they okay. decided that's where on the film. There's that's like awesome. a thousand orcs with their bows just ready to go. So absurd. So in the books, they sing this in the old old forest, and then they're like, uh, "Maybe we should talk about forest failing." This it's movie is equivalent song. of going uh, over the top and just getting mowed down with machine gun fire. It's World War One, isn't it? Going yeah, it's very the much that sort of like. <laughs> and then Tolkien yells, "No, it's not. Allegory <laughs> is dead. It's not allegory, motherfuckers." <laughs> <laughs> you write what you know exactly whether you think you are or not 
you can't escape Time you it. try to draw any allegory from Lord of the Rings, the ghost of Tolkien gets ready to haunt you. I so see him right now. It's a Which is weird because the whole, great as well. the whole movie Tolkien is basically him using his early life as the basis for Okay, so now, now, listener, we're entering a, a set of scenes with Rohan slowly going to Gondor and... Yeah, I love Rohan. That. So this is marshalling of Dunha- at Dunharrow, and this is a totally new scene. Extended edition. This does oh, a good job establishing. Yeah, this does a good job establishing the lack of men. Yeah, I'm actually kind of surprised they left this out too, but I guess I always am. And very also, good at giving like place names of yeah. places in Rohan. It's like what they didn't have in Gondor, having the mustering of all the different locations. Ro- Rohan is great. They've got their citadel. They're like, oh yeah, we got our like last refuge. We got Helm's needed. Oh yeah, we got this marshalling place if we need. It's like they have like a spot that is abandoned that they only for like specific things for like everything. People don't like living under this haunted mountain, so why don't we just use it for storage? Excellent, excellent. Put the salted pork there. And their little, like, the king's camp or whatever is quite high up. It's very safe. Just don't go in the ghost hole. What is it? Wimmer Dwell or something? Yeah. Dwimmer Bro? Why did we, why did we camp right next to this? So this is a pretty good way to build tension for the Pass of the Dead. Especially Absolutely. As well as give Aeom something to say. Always good. But first he has to get his magic sword from his dream golf. You say that like it's a bad thing. Magic swords <laughs> are like the best thing. And green girlfriends are pretty good though, as well. I mean, is there any magic? There's no magic property in it other than it was by forged, having it. It was forged by a dwarf in like the first stage. And I think that's about it. I don't think that makes anything. the magic though. I'm pretty sure. It's yeah. like it really do sharp. Well, what is magic? It does. That's inspire all the men. Like it's like, oh fuck, that's Elendil's sword. Oh, that's fire, so. <laughs> yeah, and Elendil never got us into any trouble ever, right? Yeah, we we uh just over that. Isn't the scene just like condescending to Mary? No, I think it's lovely. If it had been someone else doing it, then maybe, but not here. She just like sent him to bed. Yeah, but it's again it's a good humor. Should not encourage. That's Amor being a dick. I mean, in some ways, he's not wrong. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, Amor's trying to be nice too. Well, Amor is a pragmatic warrior. He's seen battle. He knows you need some reach. He's not a man. And he's probably seen some young boys die in war before, so he has a point. Yeah, there's no ill intent. 
course, this is in reference to her as well. Yeah, he's though. trying to say you can't handle it. Whoa. You and can't I mean, handle in, the in, truth. In his mind, I think yeah. he's trying to be he's trying to be protective, and he's like, yeah, don't a civilian. But I think it would have been better if Aramir just kept on talking about like what else is a province of men in this patriarchy society. <laughs> I'd be like, and so is leadership. Just for and like ten minutes and voting. <laughs> <laughs> But I am hungry. Please fetch me more food. <laughs> and clothes washing. It is a little oh. dissonant because they do have some kind of shield maiden. Yeah. I mean, they call her oh, here we go. two towers. They she's a We're back maiden. to the theatrical cut. Moody elf dreams. Uh, one thing I hate about this scene is the intensity of Elrond for some reason. He really gets into Aragorn's face. It's like she's fading and dying regardless of chooses to be with you, so I guess you kind of have to... Aragorn's that type of guy to sleep with a dagger. Uh, yeah, man. That saved <laughs> his life against that big Urukai guy. That's yeah, when he dagger. Remember when he threw that at a guy? But look how beautiful yeah, the guy that batted it away. It's, it, it, it didn't stick like he wanted it to. I like how Theoden is all embarrassed. He's like, I take my leave. Okay, so what the I fuck is with these here. war camps, man? Like, in Game of Thrones, it's the same thing. Like, how long does it take to set up this, like, tent? It's, like, yeah, so you're ornate. A king. I think that's okay. People. It's not that <laughs> crazy. It's just some furs and a table. And a <laughs> Look of, at all this stuff of... in there. <laughs> Probably an hour tops. You got the retainer yeah. to do that shit. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't people. do it. It just, it just feels like, I, I wonder, in, in our real history, like, we're... Was like the, can- the tent of the king really like this, you know, baller? Oh, I'm sure. Even Elrond is doing the even Elrond is doing the weird whispering thing. Like they have like couches and shit. In there. Yeah, it's the yeah. elf whispering. Can't That's let anyone hear this. Yeah, it's just private conversation. I love that line. It will not be our end, but his. Oh. Nice. If you say anything in an English accent, I encourage you all when you do your next job interview to do it in an English accent in a whisper. You'll be taken very serious. Writing that down. I know my Giving evidence in a court of law. Ooh, well right. Well, hopefully, it might be that England only has all the available jobs after this one. I might have to. Oh, pause of the dead. Thieves, cannibals. You know what you must do. I do think that ghosts being the thing that wins the fight is my least favorite. Oh, mic drop. Sorry, yeah. Oh, uh, look, at, look at how serious he gets. It's like he's trying to we'll, force we'll, a poop or something. We'll, we'll get there in the next episode. Yeah, yeah. If, I think if there's going to be anger sword, over the that. King. And there's going to be anger over the scouring. There's going to be a lot of <laughs> ranting. Why is the uh, sword wrapped in a belt? <laughs> so that you can so put it on. Cool. 
Oh, yeah. Sauron will not have forgotten the sword of Elendil. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Are you very excited right now, Sharpish? I am quite excited, yes. <laughs> He's got his, his, very, his like copy of Narsil in his hand. Sadly, I do not have one of those. Look at he's shaking. He's so serious. Look at, look at how oversized. Any ladies listening, you know how to win Peter's heart. Just bring him a replica sword of Narsil. Bring him the actual sword of Narsil. Yeah, you're all set. And not the shards. It better be reforged. Isn't that what his mother said upon his birth? And she made yep. him Estelle? Yeah. Yeah, but not on his birth. It was the last time that they saw each other, and then she went off to die. Uh, Why are they doing so it's double sad. Yeah. Right. Oh no, he's breaking her heart. Boo-hoo. It is but a shadow and a thought that you love. This is a good line. Hard to hear, though. Well, we're going to be entering into the last three scenes for today. Of course, we want to keep going, but we're doing what we must. Do you think well, that Aragorn was leading Eowyn on? A little bit. A little so. bit, yeah. A little bit, actually, yeah. Because I think he he thought, well, it was he, because I think he thought that Arwen was going to obey her dad and go to the West, so. I mean, he did drink from He's her. He's hedging cup. his bets. Well, that's what you do when you're dating, right? You're playing a lot of fields until you, you know, settle down. Maybe that's what you did when you were dating. <laughs> I was quite a whore. Can we just quote that, pull that line out and use it forever? I'm your mistake. <laughs> Have you learned nothing, stubbornness and dwarfs? Might as well accept mm. it. We're going with. Oh, Legolas, just be quiet. Laddie. I love it. He calls the yeah. future king of Gondor. Yeah, Legolas, laddie. you want to kill some more people <laughs> that are trying to help you? Aragorn, listener, we are now on chapter 31. Aragorn takes the paths of the dead, which is as in a theatrical. In fact, in, so the, books, the, in the books, when they go under the mountain, the rangers are with them, right? The, the yep. Yeah. Yeah, the great company. The great party. Yeah. Because there's more than like yeah. 10 men in so Middle Earth. It's a bit rude of them not to say where they're going and why. It's just like, later, guys. <laughs> Good luck with the war. Yeah, exactly. We're just abandoning you. You're, you're giving up all hope. It's a very Gandalf thing to do. But what it does do is it allows Theoden to really come to the fore as the man who must inspire his own people. That is true. Rather we'll than Aragorn. Anyway. Yeah. Like, no more despair. Oh, it, it allows so Theoden good, Theoden. to... Hopeless courage. Yes.
the people have to follow your rules. This is a very moving, moving scene. Yeah, and beautifully lit as well. I mean, he's giving her rule, and he thinks he's not going to come back. It's it's a major thing he's giving her. Yeah, she'll rule for a month until Mordor. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't expect himself or Omer to come back, right? But in the books, in the books, it's the people who actually choose Eowyn to lead them. Which is so moving. Yeah, I'm. It's kind of sad they don't do that, but. I get what I get. What the screenwriters want to do—they want to build up Theoden as this very wise. He sees her qualities. He sees her quality. Yeah. Yeah. Which is That's actually like very Faramir. touching. Yeah, it's it's the contrast to Denethor. Yeah. You know. Yeah, Denethor is a father who cannot see. He literally cannot see his son. He sees Boromir in his place, whereas the seat yeah. is so clearly here. So, so Denethor is the steward who refuses to acknowledge the king and won't help. Versus um, Theoden, who is the king, who like is willing to acknowledge um, Aragorn and and give help even at the cost of. Yeah. What? What desolate corner of New Zealand is this? All right, so this is our last scene, correct? Dwimmerborg. This is the last scene, yeah. chapter thirty-three, the haunted mountain, and this is an extended oh, scene. Fine. Yeah, I don't know where they filmed this, but it's the same place where they filmed parts of Brain Dead. Gondor's leave was dire. Fled. Vanishing the darkness. I mean, just like the stunted, twisted trees, like the barren rock. It's great. A seal door had the power to curse these trees, turn them into ghosts? Damn. It's the blood of Numenor, I guess, like the king's blood that gives them sort of magical powers. I would, yes. I feel like it's Legolas some nice meaty dialogue to go through this exposition here. He well, doesn't know, so he knows everything about everything. He's like, yeah, we used to come here every 20, 30 years for vacation. Yeah. One of my favorite spots. I like in the books how there's that, that one dude like who's ancient, like uh, Last Crusade or something, guarding the uh, door path. Yeah, it's like a prince of Rohan that made a boast at a feast to sort of go. Yeah, Baldor or something. How is he getting that from these hieroglyphics? I don't know. I saw a guy like pinned down with an arrow, another guy like dancing. I saw a chariot. (laughs) There's a big old eye there. Yeah. Disloyal horse. I like in the books how it's like they talk it's just like his force of will that like the horses went underground. I always remember the scene because then the level of the video game was Which game? The PlayStation 2 Return of the King game. Return of the King game. Yeah. Oh, I just remember this as the Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> Right. shamed. We done? I think so. I think we've yeah. left them on the cliffhanger. Here comes the end of our fellowship. <laughs> Not quite. We For will now. meet again in two weeks' time. <laughs> Thank you all in for two joining us. Two weeks? Awesome. Oh. At the right... Wait, two weeks for the ride of the row here? Yes, It'll be do. so great when it happens, though. Next week is Eid, right, Nadia? 
Yeah, so I'll probably be busy next weekend. If you yeah, do it, so we'll, if you do it, we'll do it in two weeks. Saturday, time. I might be able to make it. No, two weeks is fine. I think we should we, we yeah. should withhold the joy a little bit. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so excited! Oh, this was fun, though, guys. I'm glad we're keeping the energy because I do feel after two, I kind of pale. So I want to be fresh for the final <laughs> hurdle. Yep, this was fun. So is Zach's uh, thing next? In two weeks? About the Yes. Pairing. Gotcha. Oh, that thing? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want right, to build guys. the anticipation too much. Have a great weekend, everybody. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Do we, do we have to stand Craig down? Yeah, we need yeah, to have so Craig I leave. have to, hold on, I have to make him leave. Leave Craig. And let me figure it out. Gone, Craig. Craig. <laughs> I release you from my service. Exactly. In the meantime, listen, I feel free to join us <laughs> on our Discord server. Just check out our social media for pin tweets, pin posts to get the address. Bye. Bye. Craig makes that face the king makes when he's released. He's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hold your oaths fulfilled.